you there, Frank? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Quite the jam, Melissa. Yeah, you went for it there. Yeah. Yeah, what happened to Lilith Fair? You remember Lilith Fair? No, Lilith. I don't know what the fuck that is, no. Lilith Fair was the uh, female empowerment festival that took place in the 90s. Uh, it was really big. I don't know if it still goes on anymore. You don't hear much about it. Uh, it'd probably be problematic in today's day and age, to be totally honest. You know, women and empowerment, you know. But then you'd have to let in Harry Styles. That's right. Yeah, you and uh, <laughs> you'd get Christina Aguilera and her giant dildo. It would be yeah, such it a... Does. <laughs> it'd be an all-female lineup, but there'd be four penises on that lineup. <laughs> How does that even happen? How does that work? <laughs> right? Yeah, but that was Lilith Farron. You know, it was all about, uh, you know, chicks and lesbians and women empowerment and all that stuff. It was a, you know, feminism in the 90s, man, was the real deal compared to, I think they killed it. I think they literally oh. killed feminism. The trans movement killed feminism. It, it certainly did something, something to it. Cause, uh, Dude, that's why they had women of the year. And now women of the year, half the time it's a man. I didn't clip it, but did you see that trailer? Mr. Vanna is now a man. Like we've come to this point now where it's like, no, come on, Mike. What about that fucking show coming on you on HBO Max that we're here? Oh, I blocked that out of my memory. Dude. What the <laughs> dude. fuck was that, dude? There is something How? messed up with that. I'm sorry. Oh, it's disgusting. How is that a show? That's disgusting. I implore everyone to go check out. There's a trailer for a show coming out on HBO Max. Apparently, it's in its third season. It's called We're Here, and it's about these drag queens and this drag show they're going to put on. This two-minute trailer, I want to say, has three to five clips with children in it. Oh, yeah, though they're like teaching kids. Why? I the, The inclusion of the children in these moments, I... Actually, totally disturbed to see it. It's it's really shocking. It there is absolutely no reason for these. Here's my issue. <laughs> yeah. These drag queens, man, are like six four, three hundred pound dudes. Okay, and then yes. they put on all this revealing women like clothing. But in reality, I mean, some of these shots, they look like clowns marching down and parading through the street. In the commercial, one of them gets yelled at. They say, you're an abomination. That's right. Yeah. And it's supposed to show, like, the bigotry and how evil it was. Yes. Now, I'm going to have to agree with that guy. Yeah. This isn't right? positivity for children. I, the no. inclusion of the kids in the clips, like, they... This is HBO, yeah, but man, it has nothing to do with this. a man or a woman. I don't want a woman with fake tits and big hair and crazy makeup walking around revealing everything to kids. Exactly. It should be right. Nobody should be doing this with kids. Nobody, man or woman. It's just look. I would if uh, I've never had any issues with RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Show. Right? We've never talked about RuPaul's Drag Show on this podcast it's been out for what 10 seasons or whatever because it's a reality drag show where they do it in their own studio do you know what i'm saying it's this whole th maybe i'm wrong maybe i should check it out maybe they're including kids now i have no idea but holy yeah, but shit, dude. it shouldn't be on tv yeah but hbo this trailer for this show they 
By including the moments with the children in it, it means you are fully promoting the fact that you're doing this for kids. Yeah. That's that's fucking weird. That's what bothers me. It bothers me. That's why it bothers me. It bothers me. Dude, our show couldn't go on TV because it'd be too offensive for kids. And I'm not going (laughs) to argue that, right? Sure. That show shouldn't be on TV. It's on HBO Max. You could do whatever you want on HBO Max, but the filming, the real life filming of it, it was really disturbing. You see these little kids. They're parading in front of these groups of kids. It, the, again, I never thought that the whole drag queen story hour was a thing. Now they openly defend it, man. I mean, there are politicians defending yeah. drag queen story hour. We have, <clears throat> we're through the looking glass. We have entered a really sick territory where we're celebrating yes. and creating these. We're make we're normalizing this for children. It's got to stop, man. And you know what? Again, but you know, maybe that's what we're voting on on Tuesday. Is please make it stop. Somebody make it well, you stop. Know, what really <laughs> bothers me, especially in that commercial, they have it or that trailer. They bring up a mom, and I guess it's somebody whose kid killed themselves, and. They keep arguing that you need to do this so that kids who feel this way, it'll help them find their pet. You know, which, okay, maybe there's going to be one gay kid who sees this this show, right? All right, yeah. Uh, maybe one, but we have to weigh it out here. How many are you confusing because of this? Absolutely. And the worst thing you could do to the kids... Just confuse them about their sexuality at that age. Yeah. Right? It For me, so, I, yeah, it's attention. So the, so the one kid that might find his right path, well, you just sent a dozen into some dark fucking places. Absolutely. And that's why this is fucking dangerous. For this sure. This is so dangerous, dude. Because, you know, like you say, you're making it normal, dude. Nobody becomes a drag queen. What is it, one out of a thousand? <laughs> it's not like a <laughs> common. It's not a common thing. Most of you kids are going to grow up <laughs> and fuck the person of the opposite gender and have kids. You yeah. know? Most. Majority. Most. That, that's how the species has operated for, I don't know, thousands and thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> I don't right? know. Call me crazy. <laughs> Call me crazy. But not just our species. Yeah, all Most of, mammals. All of them. You know, all of them. They all procreate. You know, I, it's just uh, this shit just disturbs me because it is the normalization of performative uh, and sexualized. It's a sexualized performance and it's in front of children and it shouldn't be. Number one. Number it's two. It's a fetish. Number two. Kids are impressionable. And yeah, especially little kids. And do you know what? If they see somebody getting a ton of attention the way they act and acting that way, they're going to want to emulate that act in order to get the attention that it gets. Right. Oh, great call. So you've now encouraged these children to behave this way because they have it in their mind now, well, I'm going to get positive reinforcement from the adults in the room if I behave this way. Yeah, why and wouldn't they keep doing it? So that is where the danger is, man. That's you're this supposed is where to you're be the fucking out. adult. Yes, you're the, supposed to be the adult that tells them no. You're supposed to be the adult that steps in front of the kid and says, "Not in front of my kid, jackass." Yeah. 
This is not right. Put on some clothes and get the right. hell out of here. And if you don't, I'll make you get out. What happened to the fathers of this world, man? What happened to what? all the dads out there? That's why it makes me wonder who's bringing these kids to these shows. Who? How are you okay with it? Who's standing you, by? And you see this? the men in the room. They're okay with it. Yeah, dance in front of my kid. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is wonderful. This is. You know. Oh man, I. So that's why. Uh, look again. You want to have a reality show about drag queens? Go for it, man. Make it super stylized. You could air it right after. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter's January 6th documentary. She happened to film on January 6th. You know, just happened to film. You could you could air them side by side if all you want. I don't care for sure. Go for it. But but if you're gonna throw out a trailer and more than once toss in some scenes where these freaks are performing in front of children, I got a serious problem with it. This should be taken off air. You like the things you've taken off air. You took my show off YouTube. For talking right? about COVID. For talking about right? COVID. But you're going to allow this trailer trash to be aired on YouTube? Like, are you yeah. kidding me right now? This is okay with everybody. This is totally cool. Fat, naked, hairy dudes dancing as women in front of children. <laughs> totally fucking cool. We are a perverted, sick society, my man. Holy God. Yeah, that's that's why you guys are losing. And then Bill Maher has the fucking gall on the same channel to go on TV and say, "Oh, our democracy is over." <laughs> because Bill, Donald Trump. Bill, turn around. <laughs> Look at your own fucking channel, man. Look what's going on. Listen, at least Donald Trump knows he's a man and he's fucked many of women. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever. Just get get the children out of. It. I I just think again there are you've. A lo- many a line has been crossed, and not only are you continuously crossing it, but you're flaunting it in our faces on YouTube and on yeah. HBO. So, no thanks. No more. No thanks, no more. I'm sick of it. I, I like, can't even believe it. Do I still subscribe to HBO Max? Well, they have great content, so of course I do. Yes, I love it. You know, it's the only <laughs> way I can get Bill Maher. And like, come on, you little John so, Oliver. Yeah, right? So, come on, man. Hell yeah. I'm a total, total shill, but, uh, <laughs> but I share my password with five friends. That's right. Hey, fuck my, you, HBO. My girlfriend's mom gets to log in for free. All right, guys. So, uh, <laughs> back off. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't care that HBO is airing it. I'm just more shocked, honestly, that the, f- thing is able to film it's, without fathers in the audience just uh, beating the living crap out oh, of where, these where's dudes. child protective services that's what i'm saying like where are the cops having to oh sorry we we wanted to film this scene where we dance in front of kids but we we couldn't stop the fathers from destroying us physically you know what I'm I, no, no, I knew a guy who had three duis never with a kid in the car right <laughs> morals people morals morals, morals right <laughs> He had limits. He knew his limits. No, never had a kid in the car. But after the third DUI, he had to do a little time. And then Child Protective Services is going to his house every fucking month and, like, checking on his, his kids and everything, right? Yeah. What about the guys that are bringing the kids to the tranny shows? Or the cross dress? What, what are they? Drag queen shows. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
It's- I'm more worried about the guy that's bringing his kid to the tranny show than the guy who got drunk on his way to see his kids at home. You good, know? Good call. Look, the reason why this is a hang-up for a lot of people is I watched Lizzo's Big Girls. I saw the fat dude who tried out for Lizzo's Big Girls team. His junk flew out of his panties like six different <laughs> times, dude. Frank, like- it's called untucked. <laughs> <laughs> so insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a known bigot, and so like, a, <laughs> this, you're you're telling me that on a show like Lizzo's Big Girls, you get untucked six or seven times live on the fucking air. It's definitely gonna happen on the street when Joe Schmo's doing it in front of your children, man. There's no way that guy's oh, more yeah. tucked than. Than that dude on Lizzo's show. <laughs> no, no, now they're trying to normalize the bulge. Did you hear this little thing? Dude, I just, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I'll be like, no, yeah, let me hear about this bulge. Give me the bulge. That's not going to be good. I Uh, think everybody in our audience is very excited to hear about the bulge. The the trans women are trying to normalize the bulge because I guess tucking hurts. So they're just trying to say that society should just accept the fact that some women have a bulge. See, I knew we would get there. I knew eventually it's... The dick is so just like going to come out. <laughs> Yo, you know that tranny that interviewed Joe Biden the other day? Yeah. Yeah, he did a whole thing about, like, he was wearing short shorts with a dick bulge. Wow. Yeah. So you're not... No, no, no. You, I thought the point was you're making an effort to be on the other side. So if you're not even making... Now you're... This is this goes back no, no, to no, that. No, I want to have a bulge. I want to have a bulge. I want to have no tits. I want to have an Adam's apple, but I want you to call me Michelle. Okay, so this goes all the way back to that wedding I went to a few months ago, and I made the joke in line for the men and women's bathroom, <laughs> and there was a dude there with a full beard, red lipstick, and a red dress. Okay, and yeah. I I thought it was very appropriate. In a, yep. in a great observation that he was utilizing the dress to use the women's bathroom freely. Look, there's an, it's a bearded guy with a dress. I mean, this is cartoonish, right? This is, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's a joke. And, and now that I think about it, I doubt he was even tucked. <laughs> I'm starting to doubt his tuckage. If you if you couldn't even shave the beard, you think you're putting into the the effort into. That's tuck. what I'm trying to say. So now we're getting full beard, no tuck. I don't yeah. like this game anymore. I thought there was at least some effort going into it, and that's no, why we yeah, as society dude. were supposed to be, say, "Okay, fair." You game. can't be a chick and hide your weak jaw. That's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> right? You can't be a chick with a beard. Not fair. <laughs> Oh man, the point of Lady Fella is I'm supposed to be slightly deceived in the right lighting. But, you know, the beard, the untucked, the dick bulge, if you will. Uh, I feel like. You're right. I should be confused at 40 feet. <laughs> right? <laughs> that should be like the rule 30 feet. We'll give you 10 yards. <laughs> I'll say, let's say 10 feet low lighting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Three beers in. Okay, there should be a beer factor too. Like yeah, 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 four yeah. beers. Three drinks. Yeah. Ten feet. <laughs> ten bar feet, lighting. Bar lighting. Uh, two a.m. Okay, that's. I, if I can't <laughs> tell, you're in. Everybody else, you got to use the men's room. You can, yeah, that's right. 
All right? You're not on the swim team. You're not, you know what I mean? No bulge. There's going to be a no bulge rule, I feel like. You know, like. Well, the bulge is an automatic giveaway. That's why, you know, so you automatically failed the test. You know? <laughs> Shoulders too broad, you failed the test. <laughs> right? Dude, your knuckles are practically dragging on the ground. Failed the test. You're a man. Imagine a person that's stationed at the bathrooms to decide, you know, and he's and you know the, the dude walks up the dress and the bouncer looks. He's like, "Come on, I would love get, to be that guy. Get in there, buddy. Come on, who are you fooling? Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the dress definitely says woman, but the hair on your knuckles. Yeah. Take it right there, buddy. Head of that men's room. <laughs> I saw that bulge from down the hallway. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're not even trying, bro. <laughs> That'd be a great job. <laughs> oh man! See what SNL is missing out on and being woke all the time. They could be uh, doing you skits could do such like a good skit. you could get a skit like the uh, the bouncer at the bathroom to determine if you're truly uh, you know <laughs> fully committed to the trans. Because <laughs> then you have the ugly woman come up, that big tall black one. You know? Oh yeah, you could get Leslie yeah. Jones to play it, and they're like, "Get that's out of here, buddy!" Just, uh, that's when you just quit your job. <laughs> I'm out. I don't want to call this one. Look. I worked in food service for many years. I have called many a lesbian, uh, sir. It has happened to me many times. You do not get a good reaction when you say that to somebody. Really? See, I always found the lesbians appreciate the sir more than the fags appreciate the man. (laughs) Well, they deserve it more. That's what's so crazy about (laughs) it. Gay men are such mams. You know what I mean? In general. They deserve the yes, ma'am. I guess so. <laughs> if you're going to go the the ultra effeminate, you know, with, the, with the, uh, the super out there guys, right? The fellas, the, the gay men. The ones who really go for the flamboyant kind of over-the-topness. You know what I mean? Yeah. You elicit the man. You are a ma'am. You get the ma'am, I feel you're practic- like. You are a, you're practically a ma'am. Like the yeah. Lindsey Grahams. Lindsey Graham is oh, a ma'am. Oh, man. You know I Lindsay. say it all the time. I mean, Lindsey, you're more of a woman than any girl I've ever fucked. So, Lady G? Oh, heavens yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you can fuck her, you're not gay. You know? Lady G. Man. Well, that's good times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we went down that path. Welcome uh, to Tangent with uh, Mike and Frank. We're always just tangenting. Going oh, on the tangent. <laughs> Speaking of Pelosi. <laughs> did we do the Pelosi stuff? We didn't, did we? No, man. This one is really funny. Because even SNL... Did you see that? No, no. I'm, I'm not a... Uh... Dude, even Saturday Night Live made a comment about the Paul Pelosi thing. And they're like, right? I think it was on um, the Weekend Update. Yeah, for sure. He goes, uh, and right away, instead of empathy, the right hmm. went right to a "you're gay" story. Right. Yes, I did catch that one. And I have yeah. that. I have the theory where, like, okay, you all jumped on the story right away without even knowing the facts. You won't alter it. And then the the right comes up with this story about the gay guy, right? Yeah, that's right. The gay lover. 
the which, lover's quarrel. Which I think is just fucking hilarious, right? Until you guys go so far out of your way to shut it down, you're even making fun of it on SNL. Good call. You know what I mean? Yes, that's a great call. Absolutely. Now I think it's real. Yes. No, you, you've now... So this is the Streisand effect, actually. Yes, yes, yes. You've now called... You've almost brought on all this attention to it by, by complicating the story every turn. Like, every day there's some new element, then you, you're like, no, forget about that. We deleted it. You can't find it now. Don't try Googling it, you know? And it's like, what, what's going on here? Why do you guys keep changing the story? And why won't you guys release any of the footage? Cops won't release the body cam. They won't re- release the surveillance video. So are you familiar with the deleted today story? And then they delete the story? Are this you, is unbelievable. Come on. Even Tucker did a thing on this the other night. Did you catch that? Yeah. So you know if Tucker's talking about it, it's got to be true, baby. <laughs> you know it's saucy and hot. The, tu- the tuckiest of all Tuckers. That's right, man. If Tucker touches it, you know it's good. You know it's Tuck. Uh, hey back to Tuck! <laughs> we can't leave the Tuck. Seriously, lady fellas, put in the effort, all right? Do the Tuck. Start with the bow tie. Oh, oh, the other Tuck. <laughs> the other Tuck. Gotcha. All right. We're not going to do the Tucker part. We're actually going to... I have the deleted clip. Uh-oh. I have it. Adios, YouTube. Thanks for listening, <laughs> folks. This is the end of the Dude Man podcast. It was a good journey for all of us. We're glad you could join us. This is going to be strike three. All right, let's hear it. Yeah, here is the the deleted today clip. They Again, they scrubbed it from the app, the website, everything. Um, it's not out there. I have my, I have our dear friends over in the conspiracy threads in Reddit. Thank you for uh, supplying this uh, clip. <laughs> Always can count on that uh, realm of the internet. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, so apparently today. The uh, ABC, NBC News today. I can't remember what they are. Um, they <clears throat> reported some details about <laughs> what unfolded in Pelosi's residence that uh, came out in the court documents, actually. And then they decided, well, we really shouldn't talk about that. Let's delete this from the internet. <laughs> it throws a little shade on the narrative. It may, it really goes, it points all the way to lover's quarrel slash drug deal gone awry, right? I'm not saying it's a lover's quarrel, but it's a lover's quarrel. <laughs> I'm definitely saying lover's quarrel because much like kamikaze, I love the word. <laughs> Or the phrase, lover's quarrel. Lover's this is quarrel, fantastic. Yeah. This is everything about this, whether it's fake, uh, October surprise, whatever this is, the fact that we got a lover's, a gay lover's quarrel. Ooh, do you oh, think the right crazy. planted the hooker? Oh, this is, do you think? I thought about that. I mean, Mitch McConnell, he is a Sith Lord. No doubt about it. I can see that. Good call. I didn't, look. I've really gone back and forth on this one. Like, did they stage this right? 
which would explain what we're about to hear with the re- initial report from the police. That's and- what I'm getting from it. Like the like the Pelosi staged it to be like right wing, right wing extremist. Exactly. That's exactly Dude, what I was because thinking. you guys, <clears throat> you guys took office. Sorry about that. You took office two years ago, and then you guys have been declaring nonstop that right wing white supremacists are the number one terrorist threat to this country. And In AOC's the- sweet virgin ass, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get raped. Gotta protect her. Somebody like that up at Fort Knox. Come on, it's our country's prized possession. AOC's honey pot. All the men want it. <laughs> no, they needed. I was thinking that they just—they never got it. They never got their Jan sixth part. Two electric boogaloo, so they had to recreate it somehow. So they yeah, well, you never got anything. That's the problem. There, yeah. there has been no right wing terrorism. It turns out people on the right are law abiding, normal people. <laughs> conservative. <laughs> yeah, they're called conservative <laughs> for a reason. They kind of live a conservative. They life. take it easy when it comes to you know being violent and stuff. They kind of just want you to leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's an oxymoron. They don't want you to turn their kid gay. They just want you to, you know. Just stay out of their shit. That's all they want. Don't take their guns away. Exactly. (laughs) So I was thinking this was either stage, right? Definitely possible uh, possible because they just couldn't score a true MAGA extremist scenario. Or, again, lovers quarrel. Maybe uh, Pelosi, Nancy's out of town. Pelosi's I mean, got the house to himself. There. There's a, there were rumors all over the internet. It was a buzz with all the Pelosi loves to peruse the streets at 2 a.m. and hit the gay scene and the bars. Like, maybe, right? And the know. DUI a month ago doesn't help your image. Well, there was a lot of speculation that there was a passenger in that car. And now, no. come on, it must have been his little fella. Man. That's all I'm saying. Speculation. Alleg- allegedly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a hundred million dollars. He could buy a better hooker than that. I mean, that guy. Well, I think he was a drug dealer slash hooker. You never I, know. I think it was more about the drugs than the than the sex. Could I think it was a drug deal gone bad. That's what I'm thinking too. Which would explain yeah. how this scenario supposedly, allegedly unfolded, according to this news report, which is based upon. The court documents, Mike. So this is this is NBC News. Which That's crazy, and it got scrubbed. So play that. See how it rolls. Craig, good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear? What was happening inside the property just behind me? This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not not immediately yeah. declare an emergency or try to leave his home. But did you want to interject there? 
Yeah, you don't know that's the house of Nancy Pelosi. Come on. That's you guys don't you. have that address? She's third in line. You have right? no idea? Like, come on. Come on. Come on. I don't, I don't buy it. All right. Al- already suspect. But, but then, yeah, the, the, what did they say there? He opened the door and he didn't leave. Exactly. Pretty weird. What? That's weird. You would think that he would open the door, cops are there, Pelosi runs out the door. Uh, run into their arms. From one lover to the next. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so already pretty bizarre. And walking several feet back into the foyer <clears throat> toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. What we do know is he brutally attacked Mr. Pelosi and attempted to kill him. After spending several days in the ICU, Pelosi, who is recovering from a fractured skull and serious injuries to his arm and hand, is now home where Capitol Police remain on alert. Investigators have previously said Pelosi did not know DePap when the 42-year-old <laughs> broke into his home. Why Pelosi didn't try to flee or tell responding officers he was in distress is unclear. Fear takes over. Fear freezes people. This morning, the 82-year-old, lucky to be alive, after an intruder nearly killed him in his own home. Law enforcement, tell, law enforcement officials tell us the bottom line here is this was a terrifying situation. We still don't know exactly what unfolded between Mr. Pelosi and the suspect for the 30 minutes they were alone inside that minutes? house before police arrived. Officials who were investigating this matter what? would not go into further details about these new details. So they scrubbed this. Oh, dude, it was a drug deal gone bad. 30 minutes. Come on. 30 and minutes, no, no attack? Nothing? And the, Until he went back in? 30. And then the cops watched the attack happen? Yeah, like, what? Dude, this does, none of that makes sense, man. And wait, they forgot to mention the most crucial part of and the best part of the whole story, man. He was, they were in their underwear. They are both in their underwear. That's what I couldn't understand. They were both in their underwear? Initial- For sure. Well, it's been retracted now, but come on. We have to only assume that the initial reports were dead on balls accurate. That they were both in their underwear. I can only only imagine the scenario with these two gentlemen in their underwear now. I don't know about the underwear thing. I'm a huge believer in the underwear thing. <laughs> I think they had to bury that part. I think the underwear aspect... Dude, the underwear part was everywhere. It was every major news place was reporting... The fucking underwear scenario. These two guys were in their underwear holding. They were at first they were both holding a hammer, which was my favorite story. The idea yeah, that, that was weird. Yeah. Two guys in their uh, underwear holding hammers, but apparently it was just the the two dudes in their underwear with the hammer. All right, that was the initial report. Now this report was Pelosi opens the door. <laughs> And then other dude in his underwear is in the, for- the foyer, uh, foyer. 
in his underwear. How are you rich enough to have a foyer and not security? Yeah, right. Dude, they have six attack dogs. I don't even know what the fuck a foyer is. I can't even spell it, dude. That's how <laughs> poor we are. That's how rich these people are. Yeah, this underwear dude was able to break into this house. By the way, their windows are accordingly, or you know, according to the news, that I mean, they have like bulletproof windows. Man, this guy broke through with a hammer. Hmm. Come on. Yeah, how'd they get past the dogs? How'd he get past the dog? Well, Mike, we all know this. You hide a slab of like a T-bone steak in your underwear. You hop over the fence. You toss. <laughs> You toss the T-bone steak into the yard, all six dogs, they go fight over the T-bone steak, man. Come so on. I was, I was, I was going to go more uh, Friday at it, like stuff, the, uh, <laughs> stuff marijuana in the bologna, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, you put little sleep pills in the, in the T-bone so the dogs uh, eat it and then they, they fall asleep. Yeah, come on, dude. You, you've never, <laughs> never right. seen this before? Come on. Just you walk around with a T-bone steak in your underwear. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm a little rusty. I'm breaking into millionaires' homes. I like the idea of this guy wearing underwear in the story, but like the underwear is really like some sophisticated Batman-style underwear. You know, it's got like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this like exactor like cable that shoots out, and he can like you know harness himself like over like a tree, you know, and swing into the yard over the fence and then he pulls out the t-bone steak and distracts the dogs and then he's got like a smoke bomb he knocks out like the security guard at the gate you know and then (laughs) it all just comes out of the underwear (laughs) yeah it's like an underwear batman belt you know what i mean it's like like the inspector gadget underwear for sure turns out it was elon musk the whole time no one has reported it yet but uh Oh, man. He got bored? Know. Yeah, dude. It started to sound like this underwear is like some magic underwear. I'm thinking this guy was Mormon, actually. Uh, was it? Know. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's why he, that's that's why right. he took off everything <laughs> but the underwear, just in case he wants to go to heaven still, you know? <laughs> I think you need that underwear to get to heaven. I'm unstoppable with my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love the underwear part. It's, I, don't, they, I don't know if I believe the underwear part. Did but. they think anyone would forget the underwear? Like, come on, the second the underwear, regardless if both are wearing it, the guy, the assailant, was in underwear 90% of this story up until five minutes ago. So Yeah, I, I, think, I think Paul Pelosi was in the underwear. I don't think the guy was in the underwear. He's a nudist, though. He's like a well-known nudist. Right, he's a nudist who has uh, prior convictions of prostitution, but we're not supposed to talk about that because he, he turned a new leaf. He's, now, uh, <laughs> he's mega extremist. He's, but he's, well, yeah, now he's into B&E <laughs> and assault with a deadly weapon. Dude, I, just, I love the underwear. The underwear is the best part of the story. This dude, like, you know, Spider-Man style, scaling these walls and getting into the Pelosi <laughs> residence past all this security, dude, you know, like, like in the, his underwear you know, is like my the favorite little, part. The little, hole, the little hole where your dick comes out, you know? <laughs> He just, like, fucking a grappling hook pops out. <laughs> Gets him over the wall. The steak slides out. Feed the dogs. We, <laughs> grappling hook. Can we get some eyes on this magic hammer of this dude? Because this hammer apparently could do some crazy shit and get past all this security. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Was this was this hammer made out of the light from a thousand, thousand suns? <laughs> I think it was Thor. Now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> sounds like Thor. This hammer's crazy. <laughs> I 
kick out of pest security. <laughs> I don't know. They may have apprehended Thor, and we don't even realize it, you know? But uh, well, that's real. That's really bad news for us because that means Loki's next. Yeah, we're screwed. No doubt Fuck. about it. But <laughs> maybe that's what they meant by you know this election, <laughs> Democrats. Uh, you know, the end of the world. I don't know, mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Somebody called Denzel. Man, we need the Avengers. <laughs> you mean Sam Jackson. <laughs> Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that same guy. I fucking I love this Pelosi story, dude. It's the funniest thing ever. Again, either it was a setup and it went way south for the Democrats, or it was a bad situation that they tried to cover up, but it also still went way south for the Democrats. Uh, uh, the most incriminating evidence they have is that the uh, DC police weren't watching the cameras. <laughs> so they, probably, they probably turned away right around the time the bottle of lube came out. You know. <laughs> Well, hey, Tim, something's going on in the Pelosi's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks like two dudes in their underwear. All right, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> Can someone call TMZ, please? Perfect. <laughs> so fucked up, man. Like, again, this is bad. Our, we look like a fucking banana republic, my man. Like, this is crazy. Like, this dude... The Pelosi third in line, like it's just such a clown show, dude. What a circus! <laughs> the Democrats deserve to lose badly now, just so they can yeah. lick their wounds and get their shit together for a minute, you know. Ah, no, Nona so says every time she calls the cousins in Italy and uh, Argentina, they just ask, "Like, what is going on over there? What, what wow. are you guys doing? Craziness." Because it it it, it affects them, you know. Yeah. Well, this is a good point, and I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I was watching the Sunday shows this morning, and they they cut to a segment, dude. And Mike, they brought Adams County, Colorado, into the fucking mix on no the news. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was a story on uh, this week about election threats, dude, and how, and this all goes back to the Jan 6 stuff and everything that we've just been talking about. Uh, they rope in the Pelosi. They're really roping, roping in this Pelosi-Hammer situation as much as they can, and then they sneak in the Jan 6 in and around it. Uh, but apparently, here in Colorado, man, our election officials... Uh, they just don't feel all that safe. Across the country, election officials are facing an unprecedented number of threats and potentially dangerous confrontations. Already, armed poll watchers in tactical gear have been monitoring ballot boxes in Arizona, raising the specter of conflict and even violence in the election. President Biden this week pleading with Americans in a way no president has had to do in generations. There's no place, no place for voter intimidation or political violence in America, whether it's directed at Democrats or Republicans. We got an inside look at how elections officials in some states are trying to keep the process and themselves one, safe. In Adams County, Colorado, County Clerk Josh Ziegelbaum had to overhaul Ziegelbaum. his workplace. So this is headquarters. Yes, this is the elections office. This area 
has changed. It's more secure now than it was? Correct. Um, and there's panic buttons? There's panic buttons it's underneath. There's bulletproof glass. We really yeah. the yeah. office as a target as much as we could. Oh, Those yeah. safety measures extend way past the Very doors serious. of his office. And I have had some incidences in, in the past where people followed me back to my neighborhood. You were followed? That prompted me to start talking with the sheriff about oh, no. you know, personal safety. Oh, yeah. uh, he recommended that I wear a, a ballistic vest whenever <laughs> I feel necessary. Oh, my I God. I wear one pretty much every single day. What does it say? Every day. That you are. Is this, is this Iraq? Is he like. Are you running for the mayor of New York City? <laughs> I mean, uh, New Mexico City. Oh my I mean, God. Mexico City. <laughs> Adams County. Adams County. Look out. Oh, my God, dude. Bull ballistic vest because he runs elections in Adams County. Nobody's even heard about Adams County until right now. We're the only <laughs> podcast talking about it. <laughs> only people talking about it. This is this is a national news report. This is on fucking this week. This was today, this morning. Get the fuck out of here with the bulletproof vest and the panic buttons. Panic buttons. Ballistic vest. Ballistic vest. Did you hear how he <laughs> phrased it? Not a bolt, Mike. Not a bulletproof vest. No, sir. This is a war zone. This is election twenty. Vest. This is midterms twenty twenty two. We need ballistic vests. <laughs> Missiles will rain down from the sky at any moment. <laughs> He's got to watch out. Got mega extremists in <laughs> office right now. <laughs> they could have infiltrated his office, Mike. He doesn't know. <laughs> they may have planted an IED right under his desk. He has no idea. <laughs> There's moles everywhere. Who knows? <laughs> These mega extremist terrorists, they're uncontrollable. They're crazy. <laughs> panic. <laughs> we need panic buttons. <laughs> ballistic vest and <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> Whatever time you're in, there's nine people, so... Oh my! Panic! If, if if a mob comes for you, they panic buttons. Three of the people are in the mob. You know. <laughs> Mike, Adams County. It's it's the roughest part. You have not, I just like I can't get over this. Adams County. Like they picked. Here's how you know there's no threats going on. There's nothing credible to this narrative that they're trying to push that mega extremists are going to attack voting polls, stations, and all this shit. They had to go out to Adams County, Colorado to find some dweeb with a fucking neck beard to talk about how he wears a ballistic vest every day to some office nobody <laughs> knows where it is in the middle of <laughs> fucking bumfuck nowhere. Like, who are you? Your name Zinglebog? Like, who are you, dude? Yeah, yeah, what? But it, like, your you name. nailed it. Like, what the like, fuck was it? Is Eric Adams in New York wearing a fucking ballistic vest when he walks down the... No, he's not. No, he's not. And maybe he should be. But Dingleberry Zinglebog, dude, get the fuck out of here. Go to work and stop putting it. Stop wasting taxpayers' dollars on the bulletproof glass. Fucking, fucking and the Cuomo, buttons, grab the ass or kill the grandma of half of New York City. That guy's never walked around with a ballistic vest. You know what I mean? Dude. They wouldn't be caught dead in a fucking vest like that. Are you? Are you? Fuck out of here. Get, who do you think? Oh my god! What a beautiful little segment to throw in to prove to the national audience, like, ooh, even in the smallest of towns, smallest communities. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know which one of his relatives owns this like armored security company. 
Exact. Oh, good call. Because you know wow. what you know what had to happen is he's he's using campaign funds to like secure his headquarters. Great. And he's given call. that contract to his brother who owns this like Beautiful. bulletproof glass company. You know. That's a great call, and I'm sure he's doing it. And hey, look. I support the small guys uh, making a little money for themselves, so I'm okay. Oh, Frank, I expect you to do the same if you're ever in that position. Hey, likewise. This guy, you're a real piece of shit. You know? <laughs> I just like how he goes on TV. Look, you're stoking the violence. You are. You're the violent yeah. one by going up there and saying, oh, I'm wearing ballistic fucking, uh, you know, bulletproof vesting. You're making violence just by creating it in the atmosphere, you're you're literally manifesting this violence when you don't need to. It's uh, not this, there. This convinced me that you're right. The Pelosi thing was staged. That's there's this weird push to convince people that uh, if the Republicans sweep the election here at the midterms, Republicans are gonna go into the streets and create mass violence. I guess is what they're trying to convince us of. Because yeah. it well, here's the narrative, right? Uh. If the Republicans don't win, they're going to there's going to be unrest and violence, okay? Uh, and they're, they're going to deny that they lost the election. However, everything indicates that they're probably going to just destroy in this election. So, are you still preparing for violence? Well, then why? Who's bringing this violence? Oh, you know it's them, dude. No, nobody wants to talk about the riot that was January twentieth. 2017 what i've noticed i've really keyed in on the language this past week and they're really focused in on how the election results will not be pleasing to people and how there's going to be violence and they keep yeah, saying no, it's magic it they were already warning that like the results might not be what you're expecting and it yes. might take a few days for them to come yes in. absolutely what? So are you going to like slowly trickle in? I don't know. I think the people in power actually realize they've created a bad storm on their own side and that what's about to unfold on Tuesday night will create a lot of violence that will be their side reacting poorly. Yeah, good call. And they're trying to cover for it preemptively by saying, oh, the violent extreme ones are the ones on the right, see? And when election night unfolds, they will be the ones who will be reacting violently. But why? They're going to be winners. And also, when they were losers, if I... You know that summer of love, 2020, we can't <laughs> seem to forget about, but you guys want us to forget about? Well, it wasn't so much love from a lot of people's perspectives. It was a lot of violence and burning. And, you know, it was really terrifying quite frankly, and we were on the verge of a lot of, you know, anarchy. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the... People don't forget. A lot of people haven't forgotten about that. The whole year of rioting. You know, I know you guys want to focus on one city, one day, but it was a whole year of bullshit, you know? want to understand what's about to unfold on Tuesday night, on election night on the midterms here. It's a referendum on two things and they both unfolded in 2020. It's a referendum on the lockdowns and on the defund the police. 
And this yeah. was the Democrat platform. And they want to hide it. They want to bury it. They want to distract from it. But I just don't think it works anymore. And I actually think, you know what I'm curious to see is the news is going to be funny after Tuesday because it's going to be a referendum also on media. And I think the news media yeah. is going to realize, holy shit, we can't control the narrative anymore, no matter what we try. We've, we try, they tried nukes, bro. They literally went to 1955 playbook. I know. They went <laughs> to nukes. And where, what happened to the nukes? Where are, where's the nukes? Where's the nukes? Yeah, the tactical nukes are not coming. Where, but where's the news on the nukes, man? Come on, I want to be scared, man. I thought we were getting scared here. I thought we had World War Three, baby. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, oh, you're about to lose miserably in these midterms. Oh, okay, yeah. Did you? Well, did you hear the new talking points? Which uh, I, nobody's really believing. The new talking point that they keep repeating on all the news right now is. Donald Trump left office with a net loss of 3 million jobs. Right? Okay. Because it was still in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> like, everything was shut down. Wow. So. And then those, all those jobs came back, right? So yep. now they're saying, and Joe Biden has the greatest job growth of any president ever before. Oh, wow. All right. So there's that talking point, which... Uh, I think you're going to have a hard time selling that one. <laughs> well, uh, I clipped it earlier. I'm not going to throw to it. Uh, we're running low on time, but uh, I, they announced that uh, they admitted Iran supplied the drones. Oh, yeah. for Yeah. That was admitted this weekend. The kamikaze drones. The kam- not only did kamikaze! they supply the drones. <laughs> not only the drones, did they sent guys there to teach them how to use them. Yeah, and it was, um, I don't know if you caught this, but it was quietly admitted that we have active duty military in Ukraine operating. No, they're not in Ukraine, they're in Poland. They said Ukraine. They admitted it. They, our, our government admitted that we have active duty people there. Oh, really? Yes, they are assisting, according to our government, they are assisting in the training of using, utilizing the weaponry that we are sending. But they had, yeah, I thought they were doing that in Poland. No, no, apparently they had to openly admit because they were accused of having soldiers there, and then they had to say, yes, in fact, we do. Wow. All right. So you got the Iranians admitting to the drones. You got us saying, yeah, actually, you know what, about the soldier thing in Ukraine, we're there. Uh, and so <laughs> this is kind of, you know. It's gearing up. Are we in World War Three? Is this World War Three? Nah. Come on, man. You know what we are? We're one Taiwan away. Taiwan, Taiwan, Taiwan. <laughs> Taiwan, Taiwan. <laughs> and I'm racist. I think it depends on uh, where you stand, which side of the border. Yeah, well, so is it... Wait, it's Taiwan, right? Okay. Is Taiwan going to be the new Kiev? No. Yeah, where we end up having... Like, we've said it Taiwan all these years, but then it'll be like... T- they'll be like, now to the war in Taiwan. And you're like, what? You're like, wait. No, no, it's just like Kiev. Remember, we always said Kiev. Kiev. I forgot what it was now. Yeah, one was Kiev. 
And one was Kiev. It's changed so many times since this war happened. I have no idea. You know what happens but, is, uh, I think they change the pronunciation each time a new section of Nazis get revealed on the Ukrainian <laughs> side. They're like, "Oh, Nazis, Kiev, you know, Kiev." <laughs> this is Kievistine. <laughs> he sounds like a Jew. Kill him. <laughs> Did you hear the new argument that uh, there's no way that the Ukrainians have any affiliation with Nazism because, uh, <laughs> what's his name, Zelensky's, his, his dad was a Jew. Come on, yeah, come on, oh, no. guys, you can't be a Nazi if he was a Jew. Come on. I'm not racist, I got a black friend. Come on. <laughs> no, nah, his dad was black. See? Or it's the same way. That's so good. Dude, they, they're having a hard time with the Nazi symbolism. Like, the, these dudes on, on the war front, they're, like, flaunting the Nazi symbols. Yeah, they're Nazis. Yeah, they're Nazis. We're, Nazis like to show off the fact that they're Nazis. It's funny to, like, like, yes, it's in our face. Okay, they're Nazis. And then you have to, like, think about, wow, we're sending billions of dollars to Nazis. To Nazis, yeah. I think we're funding Nazis. Are we Nazis? Like that's kind of no, like... in, four, in four years we're gonna have to go fight the Fourth Reich. They're, they're wow! Like, How did this happen? Oh, that you've brought this up many a time, and I actually like your angle with this because th- this actually has a lot of historical basis. Which is every time we fund some small group, like you know, against an imperial force, we end up funding a future tyrannical force. Right? That's kind of yeah. We're just giving them weapons to fight against us. In five to ten years. Yeah. You know? Good times. It's, it's insane. Oh, it'll be a fun war, I'm sure. You know, they'll have <laughs> some of our stuff, some of Iran's stuff. You know, China will have uh, Taiwan. No, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's these places that don't matter. Nobody fucking cares about Ukraine. Nobody wants Ukraine. That's why it's this godforsaken land that sits there forever, unchanged, right? Same thing with Afghanistan. It's these places nobody really wants. They don't really offer. Yeah, interesting. Really offer much. Interesting take, and I'm very intrigued by what you kind of alluded to earlier. Um, that if the Republicans take over and stop funding, or I'm sorry, not stop funding. If the Republicans take over, they will probably increase the war funding, right? That's kind of your... well. That's what that's what Ukraine's worried because they're gonna. They say that the Republicans will only send more weapons, and that they'll stop the humanitarian aid. So that way we can. Which just... which I'm actually not that opposed to. I mean, fuck it. Are we trying to help you win the war, or what's going on here? Well, we gotta line Z's pockets somehow, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's he needs some new sleeves, man. <laughs> He's low on sleeves. And he's got bullets. He needs money. <laughs> that's right. He needs money for his coke habit, dude. Uh, that's the only, <laughs> yeah, we're the only ones funding. It's not him. his. Those mooks. He's going through kilos a day. <laughs> that's dude. right, dude. His mooks. Z and his mooks. I can't wait for the documentary. How have we not gotten like a really slick HBO Max documentary on what's ha- happening down in Ukraine? I'm sure. Uh, Ben Stiller must have directed something, right? Or oh uh, no, dude, I didn't tell you my theory. He's going down soon. Ben Stiller, Zelensky. Ooh, and uh, yeah. how? How so? What's your theory? Here? So he released a book, or it's about to come out. Yeah. Okay. And it's like 
motivating wartime speeches or whatever. And oh, my whole nice. theory was like, remember Cuomo released the book. I love it. I during was the pandemic. psycho. I was thinking Cuomo right there. Yeah, if you release Dude, the book, you're, you're and if you release a book in the middle, <laughs> that's right. It means you're about to get, they're about to fucking snuff you out. Wow, man. Yeah, Cuomo released the book and then he, that was the end of Cuomo Sexuals.